Howdy, y'all. Um, welcome to the G-Man Show. Did you just start it with howdy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you started the first one with howdy. <laughs> Whatever, just keep going, man. <laughs> I'm your host, Gavin, and these are your other two co-hosts. I'm Grady. Uh, I'm Griffin. If we're all brothers. Yeah, that's why we're, we're the G-Men. The G-Men show. It's sick. It's really iconic, actually. So what are we... Guys, what are we doing on this? So our... <laughs> Interrupt me. What are we so what are we doing here? What what are we doing here, Big Brother? We're talking about movies, but specifically comic book and even more specifically superhero comic book movies. Yeah, and and TV shows. Sometimes TV. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, we definitely Wait, are we doing like DC? Sometimes. Sometimes. Oh, sometimes, sometimes I yeah, do. It's kind of a, it's kind of whatever we want to talk about. Mostly though, we will be talking about Marvel content because they're popular and we want to be popular. So we're going to and <laughs> We're a little hungry fiends. Little, little attention Joe, whores. I actually like, like the I'm an attention whore. I've never really. seen one, so this is going to be tough. We're trying so hard <laughs> to be funny. This is so bad. Um, Do you want to restart then? Yeah, let's restart. Uh, I mean, it, it doesn't. We can just like start it over. You know. Yeah, like, we, can we can just keep just, going. Like, keep going. But like, I was having a good time. Never, I was having a good time. I was too, having actually a good I time. Having, I was vibing. You kind of hurt my feelings there a little Sorry. bit. You want to restart? No, we can. Are you? Are we? Are we? If we restart, are you gonna say howdy again? <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna go. Or are you? Are you gonna say that we're? So trying we talk to about be Marvel funny? movies, and so we're brothers. We talk about Marvel movies, and that's our stick. That's... I can see the mics peaking already. <laughs> this is gonna be. Oh, that was my laugh. All right, <laughs> don't laugh that hard ever again, then. So yeah, okay, so that's. Right, let's just get down to the brass tacks. Let's all right. Well, you're here for the news. And to talk, and for us to talk about Marvel oh, movies. Oh, right. I guess we should. Because um, we all, we're, we do talk about movies and Marvel movies. Yeah. So I guess uh, the goal is right. We're gonna review all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe in uh, in release order. In really, yeah, not chronological. So each week we'll be doing a movie or a show in release order, and that includes the Netflix shows, the movies, the Disney Plus shows, and, and Agents of Shield. It's a lot. It's a lot to chew on. It's a lot to chew on. But well, that's Marvel for you. That's the nature of the game now. A lot of content. And we're here for. It. We've been here since the beginning, but now we're actually gonna share yeah. our thoughts. We're actually. It's time that the world sees us. Why are you look? What is that for? All right. Can I get to the news? <laughs> news time. News time, baby. What? Nothing. Nothing. Just... No. Share your. Okay. So I've got some news. Dude, that was one sentence. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I've got some She-Hulk news, first of all. Okay. So first of all... <laughs> Let's hear about She-Hulk. I want to hear about She-Hulk. All right, so the first thing in She-Hulk news is... Uh, we. So, you know, a lot of these Disney Plus shows this year we didn't have release dates for. Well, we have release time frames now. So the first piece of news is that She-Hulk comes out in May. Oh, okay. So we'll be seeing a May release for She-Hulk. Let's do it. And, right. and I'm I'm excited for that because that's going to set up um, the Hulk movie, the Planet Hulk, right? Yeah. That's the rumors. That's, I don't know. Well, that's the rumor that's going around. You heard it here from your most reliable source. She-Hulk setting up Planet Hulk? Yeah, that's, that's what they, they said. But did they already do that with Thor Ragnarok? No. But no, that's literally Thor Ragnarok was like he's a gladiator on Sakaar. 
Well, no, World War Hulk. That's what oh, they're World setting up. World War Hulk. Yeah, not Planet Hulk. I don't. I don't really read any of the Hulk comics or know any of I them. I've only read Planet Hulk. And World Hulk World. Media, so I couldn't really. I couldn't really tell you if it's good. Sorry, I'm adjusting my gain. But we love She-Hulk. We love. But She-Hulk. I'm excited for She-Hulk. Um, because I don't know anything about the character. Next piece of news. News number two. We have a release date for Miss Marvel. Oh, yay. Sometime in August or September. That's not really a release date. As much <laughs> well, as it's more like an estimate. That's a really bad release date. You live well, sometime in August, August and September. That's all of the time that uh, that I could find online. That's 60 days. Well, I, how is that news? Like, well, Because they gave us a time frame. We didn't have like one. Like this week? Like they announced well, it this week? Uh, something like that. Well, you know, it was originally supposed to come out uh, in 2021. I think I did. I, I think it was supposed to come out like yeah, the fall twenty. Yeah, so now we know that it's not coming out until August or September. September. Okay. Next piece of news. Okay. <laughs> We're really flying we got, by. We got Moon Knight news. Right? What's Moon Knight? Moon Knight. Moon Knight. You do you not know who Moon Knight is? Is that a? That's he's, a. He's like um, I don't really know much about the Moon Knight character. <laughs> Guys, you should trust us. Movies, we don't even know who Moon Knight is. Um, no, he is um, played by Oscar Isaac, uh, and people say that he's like the Batman of Marvel. Um, I'm in full transparency. I don't know that much about him, but there is actually some news on Moon Knight, and Moon Knight is supposedly coming out March 30th, but. Also news is that there are rumors to be reshoots for that show. Oh, okay. So how accurate well, how accurate that is, we don't know. So once again, we don't really know any. So it's not actually news. Are all of these it's release just dates you going, that are When does like, this show come out? No, I no, I saw I saw it from my sources. TikTok? What source? Was it like Hollywood Reporter? Is it TikTok? Variety? Trust me, bro. Okay. Trust me. <laughs> sources, <laughs> trust me, bro. All right. Now we're getting, all right, you know, moving past the Disney Plus shows. I know what you're all here for. You're here for the Thor news. Oh, I am here for all Thor right. news. That is that is we the only reason. We have some really hot, juicy Thor news today about Tessa Thompson's character Valkyrie. Oh, all right. Um, and uh, she's made a statement about her new powers in this upcoming Thor: Love oh. and Thunder movie. She gets powers. Yeah, she gets powers, and she has the. This is right from her, from the new Thor movie. She has the ability to bring people into the afterlife and revive them if necessary. So, she can bring people back from the dead, is what that's pretty much saying. Which makes me believe that someone is either going to die and then come back to life in the Thor movie, or they're going to bring someone to life in the Thor movie. Otherwise, what's the point of saying that? Yeah, it's a, it's well, a pretty I know specific like, power. Yeah. Very specific. Yeah, oh. <laughs> Whoa, well, they might get, like, Heimdall. True. Black Widow. But I also know Idris Elba hated playing <laughs> Heimdall, so. That was Idris Elba? As Heimdall? Yeah, he didn't have a good time. I actually read yeah, that, too. he did not like Where did you read that? No, he, uh, well, okay, don't I didn't read me, it. I saw a video. I, I saw a video. Don't trust, don't trust me. Just trust me. No, I have, I have sources, but they're all from different places. If I spent this whole, I could spend this whole podcast. Should we have a bibliography <laughs> from where we got our sources? Just trust me. Just to Just make sure. Trust we're... me. But yeah, so maybe maybe they're bringing back Heimdall. Maybe um, Jane Foster. That's the only thing I Is would. Is she think. dead? No, but she has cancer, right? Because in the comics, she has cancer. 
She have con- Oh, she's gonna that's be the like new the Thor. Thing. She picks up a hammer and she's cured. Yeah, she is gonna be the new Thor. So she has. Well, she's definitely gonna become like yeah, she's Thor. I don't know if she'll hang around. I mean, she'll probably hang around. Yeah. Marvel probably like here's a five movie franchise with buttloads of money, and Natalie Portman's like okay. Yeah, no, she didn't want to be a part of it, but after Endgame, she's like, oh. When she saw the money, and she's like, oh, maybe I do want to be part of Endgame. Yeah. All right. Did, did they actually have her, like, come on set for Endgame? No. No. They didn't. Well, they she just... wasn't even a part of the movie. Well, but they had to get the um, Infinity Stone from her. No, yeah. she was. Oh, that was, like, I think I remember. That was, like, a re- deleted scene. No, they... Re- they used a scene from Thor: The Dark World. And yeah, and they just see they CGI'd Rocket because he didn't. So it's like that's a pre-existing shot. She from... really just did not want to. No. I actually heard that they didn't even call her. Really? Yeah, they didn't even contact her to film anything for Endgame. That's what I heard. Yikes! All but right. I mean, again, who gives? I... Yeah, I don't. Well, you're going to. Yeah, we're about to. You're about to give a fuck about Jane Foster in the next Thor, Thor movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but I think. What I'm most excited for is this next news coming out. Uh, Guardians Christmas you... special. <laughs> They're making wait, actually, sorry. They're making a Groot show. Yeah. Oh, I love that. that. Yeah, no, it's like an animated show that's been known for a. That's... I love that. Oh, did Griffin know? I didn't know that. No, but this is not news. Well, this is news to me. It's news to him. So I'm. As you can tell, I'm a big Spider-Man fan, right? So this next news is Morbius news. Um, this one's actually pretty juicy. Because, as you guys know, Morbius has been getting reshoots recently, right? Did you guys know that? I yeah. did tell me that. Yeah, so Morbius has been getting reshoots. And now, if you look up on Google, you can do this right now at home. You look up on Google, look up the Morbius cast list, guess who you're going to find? Andrew Garfield. Oh, well, that could be edited. Now, Now, the thing is, Google cast lists aren't really... Yeah, the, yeah. the Google cast list for Iron Man 1, it, it has um, Don Cheadle is... Uh, Rhodey, really? so... Well, they did actually talk to Don Cheadle about doing Rhodey originally. Yeah, yeah, but he wasn't in the first movie. I know, but, in... like, I, I know, but, like... But, like, he is, like... Like, Rhodey. Instead of Terrence Howard? Well, he's right next to him, but he's oh, okay. after him. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I, I I don't know. I think Andrew Garfield is a big possibility of being in the Morbius movie. Yeah, that's probably true. Cause, Spider-Man. You know, in the Sony-verse, you, you, that's very, um... Very yeah. possible. I mean, it's gonna be interesting because I'm sure that we'll, we'll for sure have two live action Spider Mans, regardless mm-hmm. if it's Andrew or not. They're Sony's doing their own. Yeah, but what's happening with the MCU Spider Man? Is that a question that's on your guys' mind? Because it's on mine, and that leads us right into this next piece of news. All right, coming from the man Tom Holland himself, at the Golden Tomatoes, it's like Rotten Tomatoes awards thing. Okay. Sure. I guess they, uh, No Way Home got, like, three Golden Tomatoes. I don't know. But Tom Holland, you know, he said his speech. You know, he's, like, on behalf of Marvel, blah, blah, blah. But then he says, hopefully we can do it again and again and again. Now, this, this makes me believe that Tom Holland is not going anywhere. You know, I know everyone was worried, right? But worried. he's not going anywhere. He's staying as Spider-Man, most likely, for the next three movies so let me get this straight this news section we talked about a show that may come out in august or september we talked about a show that may come out in in may but it's scheduled to have reshoots we've talked about how (laughs) according to a google search andrew garfield may be in morbius 
And now we've talked about Tom Holland said things at an award show that may indicate he may have more movies, even though people already know he's going to be more movies. News or speculations? So, <laughs> what is this section? This is the news, guys. This is news. This is heat right now I in the like Marvel community. I, ex- I thought you when you meant news, like there was like a casting thing. Like, like, they- there was a casting thing. Look on Morbius. <laughs> on the Google cast. <laughs> yeah, Andrew Garfield's back. I mean, I, I know he's probably going to be cameoed. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they were reshooting it because of him. But. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, he's going to be in the end credits or something. Or some other fuckery. That's all of the news I have today. Are we allowed to swear on this? Yeah, dude. Yeah, we're not. I don't give a fuck. Oh. <laughs> I don't give a fuck, man. Yeah, like, I, didn't, so I, didn't, cool, man. No, I didn't know I just, if we were doing this. You know, kids watch out. Marvel movies. Huh? Do they? Or is it like adult children? It's, a, it's no, everyone. That's, yeah. It's, an, it's children but, who... I feel like Spider-Man's, you know, a lot of little kids watch Spider-Man. I think everyone likes Spider-Man. He's yeah, like the most everyone, popular Everyone likes hero. Spider-Man, but... Everyone likes Spider-Man. What? No. No, know. what? I was trying to think of something, but like... <laughs> All right, so we should we get started? Should we get started, like, talking about... Okay, so yeah, so everyone, this is the news. Every week when we meet up to talk about movies, we're also going to talk about news. And TV shows. And TV shows. Hopefully we'll actually have news to talk about and not... We will. Literally nothing. That was the news, though. (laughs) I want to make it clear, right before we were recording this, I saw Grady in a corner (laughs) writing on note cards, pieces of news, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, I guess there's a lot to talk... I haven't been following anything all week, I guess... Guess there's shit I missed. I felt like a little news report. Was it for <laughs> just so you can throw? Yeah, you you're the note card or like because like you could have written that on your phone. I the the things are like one sentence or two. That was a bad example, but yeah, well, I thought it would, a little visual gag for the visual well, people of the podcast. You know, that's that's something we'll be doing, talking about shit we heard about. I guess it should not be news. It should be like things I heard. Uh, in other news, I played the Spider-Man PS4 game, and it's sick, so that's pretty good news. Yeah, great news. Things yeah. I heard through the great <laughs> Yeah, great news. Things like, yeah, that should be this section. But we're also, we talk about the movies themselves. And since we mainly talk about Marvel movies, let's start with the first MCU movie. Sam Raimi's Spider-Man Iron 1. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I guess it technically is Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, but we're talking about Iron Man. Yeah, like we said, release order. Right. Re- even though Sam Raimi's Spider-Man is that technically came out first. the first even in release order. But we're not going to talk about Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Yeah, who made that decision? I did. And I will stand by that decision. Um, so we're going to talk about Iron Man. Um, you know, in case you may not have seen it, um, Griffin. Who? Who has not seen Iron Man? You don't know, actually. If someone is listening... To this podcast, or like, dude, what if they're I like, know a couple what if people. they're like, you know, what if they're like, you know, like some kid in middle school is like, I really want to get into Marvel, and but I don't want to watch all the movies, and so I'm just gonna watch like this, you know, what if they're like, let's not call people out, let's just refresh them, man, let's not, let's not, all right, badger people. I'm just that. saying, if you haven't seen Iron Man, what, what are you doing? Some people think like superheroes are like lame, yeah, man. How dare you? How fucking dare you hate on people who don't like a franchise? Like, maybe about. people don't like looking up to unrealistic expectations. Like, oh, a guy can fly. That's not a good role model. Like, I'm never going to be able to fly. Huh? What's the point? <laughs> Where are you going with that? <laughs> what? I don't know. I, you, know well, you know? Like, that's a reason people don't like superheroes. Unrealistic body expectations. No, that's... I was. <laughs> that can be a facet for some people, I'm sure. It is. Dude, that's not the sole reason, though. That, that, yeah. 
Anyway, so we're talking about Iron Man. Griffin, what's Iron Man about? Uh, what is Iron Man about? It's well, it's about this dude, this really rich billionaire. He takes over a company after his dad. He's he's previewing his new latest invention. But oh my God, terrorists want that new invention. They capture this dude, and he he has to find. He's clever, and so he finds a way out of this terrorist trap. By by creating a suit of armor, um, all right, you know, and then he flies out of there, and it's a story arc, you know. He becomes he, Iron Man, and as he flies away, he sets those unrealistic expectations. Yeah, because you can't fly, and like no matter how hard and I try, I'll never be able to fly. I can't create. You no, know, your face <laughs> speaks volumes, Kevin. Well, it's just he doesn't like. Why well, I don't know why you would call on me if you wanted me to speak. If you don't want me to speak, <laughs> you don't you call like- on me. <laughs> like is that just not the summary just that just you? A recap. You know, and then his, you know, he gets back and he's like, "I'm changing I know the this pace." Audio is so fucked. Well, it's fine. Because it's fine. I've been watching Griffin's <laughs> volumes be peaking for the past 17 minutes. Oh, I'm not that. I mean, it's I'm not that aggravated. I, I don't know. I, Iron Man gets back. <laughs> I'm aggravated. What does aggravation have to do with anything? <laughs> Just so yeah, it's about this billionaire. I, was, I don't know why we're explaining Iron Man because Iron Man gets back from Who hasn't seen it though? And he doesn't like Who is watching a Marvel podcast that hasn't seen it? He doesn't Never like know. that he's selling guns. So he wants to stop selling guns, but he, you know, the other co-owner of Stark Industries doesn't like it and he pretends that it's the board's idea, but it's not. It's really o- Obadiah Stane really just wants to kill Tony Stark for for n- no reason because he called the hit on him initially. Oh yeah! Like he he called the he called for him to get captured, but like we can, why? We can get we'll, we'll we'll get into the okay okay so and so and so Iron Man you know levels up he makes the Mark Three it's the best one yet Obadiah gets his uh, arc reactor but you know Rhodey came through or, or like the guy came through Rhodey helped him got a little War Machine cameo then final battle uh, Pepper you know flirts with them a little bit and then he exposes himself he's like I am Iron Man. I wasn't, I wasn't. Well, well, that's the that's the plot. Very vague, and we didn't. I broke it down. This was working before, so. All right, so we yeah, just said Iron Man talk. So that's Iron Man. That's Iron Man movie. So, boys, what are your thoughts on Iron Man? I thought it was all right. No, I shouldn't. I got a hot take. Okay. Uh, I guess Griffin. What did you think about Iron Man? How about How about you stop leading in? How about you be like, "This is how I felt." All right. I liked Iron Man. I thought it was pretty good. Didn't think it was great, but I really liked it. Oh, well, then my take's not so hot. I thought it was pretty good, and I I kind of feel like... Listen, okay, here's the thing about Iron Man. Like, if I'm going to be genuine here, I respect the fact... I, re- I respect the filmmaking and the fact that, like, it was mostly improv, and I respect what it did for the franchise. Um, and it's, like, an entertaining movie, but I feel like it's a little bit overhyped. Yeah. I, I, I think that's a big thing, for those of you that don't know. This movie, like did not have a script while they were filming it so most of the lines of dialogue are just things they made up on the spot in fact like marvel the company was extremely worried about releasing this film because they were uncomfortable about like their actors literally just making the script yeah day I, of. I saw behind the scenes of john favreau was like it was like super important for it to feel organic so he just like wanted scenes to be real and so they had structure for everything but yeah you know um, and, and I think that's actually one of the strengths of the movie. It's the chemistry between, not just, I think the biggest is between Robert Downey Jr. and Gwyneth Paltrow. But the chemistry with all the actors is great. And that's what carries You think them. they have chemistry? Yeah. I thought they were cute. 
Yeah, like the okay, scene, like the it... scene where he, she's fishing that thing out of his chest. No, yeah, no. Okay, like that was it, cute. Yeah. It was cute. Like I'm not. Am I like? Are they like? Uh like, you know, they're not like. Oh my god, I can't. I hope they get together. It's more just like they're cute. Yeah, they and are. They are no cute. And in the context, Star Lord and Gamora. You, right. Yeah. That um, is cute. <laughs> but I. It's no baby Groot. <laughs> It's no, uh, it's no, uh, happy and Aunt May, right? You know. Oh yeah. What a, what a lovely relationship that was. I was really happy. You were really happy. <laughs> so yeah. So um, I I'm thought that was trying. the biggest strength of the movie, and that's actually why I liked the movie the most was just the interactions between all the characters. And obviously, I mean Robert Downey Jr. just oozed charisma that entire movie. Yeah, um, he was really, really good. And well, and, and you know, it's kind of interesting because. Like talking about chemistry, who played um? What's his name? War Machine. Uh, Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. I thought him. I thought he was really good at War Machine. I almost like him better than Don Cheadle. I straight up like him better. I do like him better than Don Cheadle. It was it was awesome, like seeing him because I thought he was really funny in that scene in the airplane where they were playing off. You know, because I kept thinking back. I'm like, oh, this is all improv. This is just like. You know two comedians just feeding off each other and he was he was really good as war machine too yeah, yeah. what i liked about terrence howard was in comparison to don Cheadle. don Cheadle plays the straight man like he in every scene he is he's in don Cheadle is always focused and very serious what i like about terrence howard is he he kind of like toes that line of trying to be such this uptight military man but yeah like griffin said like he you know like he's he'll still drink with rob you know yeah on the plane like he's still a He's still a regular guy. He still has like you know the basic like even when he looks at the war machine suit, he's like next time because you know he you know he wants. To so he's gonna get a piece and of that. And I think Terrence Howard does a really good job of portraying a guy who definitely wants to be that uptight military man, but at the same time is still like, yeah, I'll drink with my best friend. I'll t- you know I'll, I'd like to wear that suit. And I like there's that immaturity that he brings that Don Cheadle definitely does not bring. Yeah, and when, whenever Don Cheadle tries to like in. Um end game you know that scene where they're like hot tub time machine right like, yeah they're like listing all these things he's like space cop i'm like it doesn't feel like like paul rudd feels very natural in that scene you yes. know don Cheadle. i don't know what was it age of ultron where don Cheadle's like they're, they're at the party and don Cheadle's telling a story well, that, so like yeah, that's great. and thor's just like oh nice that's a war machine war story it's <laughs> <laughs> a war machine story no but i think and i think like and also, like, again, I, no disrespect, because Don Cheadle is a good actor, mm-hmm. but in this one, this sounds weird, but Don Cheadle is very, like, stoic as Rhodey in a lot of the movies. There's very little range. I always imagine him as just very serious. And in this, there, Ta- Terrence Howard was, there was a, a wide variety of range. I, I don't know. It's just Terrence, Terrence Howard was just infinitely better. Yeah, he Don was really, and he was just really charismatic, like, and very charismatic. And you, I actually believed that him and Tony were friends. Yeah. With with mm-hmm. the other, you know, again Don Cheadle and Roger. We're just shitting on Don Cheadle. <laughs> I know, and it's not like he's bad, but he's. Yeah, like I love Don Cheadle as like War Machine. I don't even love him. At, what are you talking about? I, I think, think I, I'm so I indifferent. Know, to I don't him. know. I I've like you know like, it was it was so weird. I remember having a problem with like them switching. Um, because Terrence Howard like wanted more money or something. I can't remember. No, that's but... actually. I don't think that is it. I think what happened was, I actually read what happened. I guess what happened was they were gonna cut his paycheck, to give the money to Rod Downey Jr. 
Yeah. Terrence Howard? This is what Terrence Howard said, and I don't know. This is what he claims. He said that when they – because he was signed on for a three-movie project, so he was going to be in originally all three Iron Man movies. Sorry. He was originally going to be in all three Iron Man movies. And um, when they were going to make the second one, they approached him. They're like, yeah, we want to give Robert Downey Jr. more money because he was the biggest reason people loved the first Iron Man. Um, So we're going to cut your paycheck and give that money to him. And I guess it caused some friction between Terrence Howard and Robert Downey Jr. Because according to Terrence Howard, Terrence Howard kind of helped Robert Downey Jr. Mm -hmm. get that role. So he felt like he was kind of cheated out. Um, Dude, I mean... I feel like in the long run, that was probably the wrong was decision wrong on him, though. Oh, yeah, for him. I mean, but I understand, though, because, like, on one hand, you're like, dude, you're cutting my pay mm-hmm. for I, – I understand it's like we he's... already had a contract set up. I'm signed on to do three movies, and, and now and after it, the fact, you're yeah. going to cut my pay? So I thought it was – I, I actually – well, yeah, you're right. Like, in the long run, like, he could have made more money because he was going to be in more movies – but mm-hmm. I kind of understand where he's coming from in the sense of, like, I would be butthurt, too. I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. So I, I get where he's coming. Again, if that's the reason. That's what he says it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. But but it, he, he was good in this movie. He, he was He definitely good. was an elevating factor um, yeah. to it. But, yeah, you know, it was kind of just, like, I think what I also really enjoyed about it, like, I didn't realize how much of the movie was in the cave. Yeah. It was... Like, literally, like, the first, I want to say, 40 minutes of the movie. Yeah, and those are, like, I mean, compared to the last 40 minutes, the first 40 minutes blows it out of the water. Oh, yeah, you the know first 40 I mean? minutes like, are great. It's actually weird, too, because, like, if you think about, like, the first and last act, like, the the last act, the first act of the movie ends with Robert Downey Jr. literally just flamethrowing some missiles. Mm-hmm. And where the last, the third act ends with this big battle in the city. And it's like the the cave fight was way more intense. It in, like I was way more into it than just like the dumb Transformers fight. Yeah, yeah, like the CGI fight at the end. Okay, but the CGI was good for the most part. Yeah, like yeah, those suits looked pretty good. You know what I really liked about the first like forty minutes or all about the cave, and it kind of goes back to like not having a huge script. Is there was so much like show and tell, like or show not tell. Like, there was so many, like, the montage of him making the suit, um, just, like, there was so much imagery rather than just talking, um, you know, like, they didn't even have subtitles when, like, they were speaking, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, whatever. Well, that was smart, because you want to, you want to showcase it from Robert Downey Jr.'s perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Jensen. It's kind of crazy how he, he was, he's kind of. So they never talk about him again, but he's kind of like Iron Man's uncle. He's Iron Man's uncle. He's so integral because literally Iron Man's like, you died basically because of me. Um, Mm -hmm. And it really fucking changed him. I do like how in this movie you make it. And I, for the rest of his, I actually think this is why Iron Man's a great character in general. But in this movie, they do a really good job of, yeah, when he comes back from that cave, he is a very different person. There's a great scene where him and like, He's talking to Pepper. He's like, nothing matters but the next mission. I'm like, what a fucking psychopath. Yeah, he really did a full 180 after that cave. Yeah. It really went downhill for him. But, the, yeah, I do agree. The cave was the best part. Also because, like, it felt like there was a, like, and this is, sorry, I'm just trying to articulate this. Thought. Not okay. The last third of the movie 
and this is why I'm going to bring this up, fucking falls apart for a very specific reason, in my opinion. Where the first third is really just Tony Stark and Jensen in the cave, hanging out, building a suit, and once in a while the terrorists come in and kind of push them around. That is the first 40. And then, like, you have the first, like, 15 minutes devoted to talking about who Tony Stark is, his rela- establishing his relationships and, like, his backstory, basically. But for the most of the movie, it's just those two characters. And it's so much more intimate because it's... Well, obviously it's intimate, but it's much more interesting because we're naturally going to be much more invested in these two characters because so much time is devoted to them. Mm-hmm. And also there's kind of a goal. We know they want to escape the cave because they'll die. So they have to build the suit. So there's there's stakes. There's kind of like a ticking clock. There's tension. And then in the last third of the movie, it's like, why is Obadiah Stane putting on the suit? Why is Obadiah Stane literally... Why is he literally doing anything what he's doing? Yeah, he just kind of went AWOL there. And that is ultimately the problem, I think, with Iron Man, is I thought everything up until... After the first scene... Like, after he puts on the suit and, like, beats up those terrorists in that one village, up until that movie moment the movie was great and everything after that it just fucking fell apart because Obadi- Jeff Bridges as Obadiah Stane just derailed the whole fucking movie. You don't think you think it was him? Absolutely, yes. Really? I think I think he he slander. I, I just I don't understand like I get like okay, you want to kill Tony Stark, that's cool because he came back from this like life-threatening situation and he's like okay we're a weapons company i don't want to produce weapons anymore like i can see that giving you pause and you having to be like okay like let's deal under the table and maybe like tony does something to sabotage that so you're like all right now i just have to kill this motherfucker but like when he paralyzes him he's just like who do you think called for you to get captured or something and i'm like well why'd you have him captured in the first place so you can have him like make the terrorists the weapons that you're already selling them like it doesn't it didn't make so, fucking sense so actually i think that's not what happened i think sorry what happened was Why you i was like i was like moving my mic all right go you're good anyway um no what happened was he ordered the terrorists the 10 rings which also <laughs> leads some t- continuity confusion yeah wait can we can context. we talk about that for a split second what i'm so okay so in shang chi they say that they like say that the Ten Rings terrorist organization is fake, and that's the one that they're talking about in the third movie. Right. That with was the fake with the British actor guy. Is that the same one that's in this Iron Man? That's the same organ. Yeah, I or think is that it the is. same? So is the organization in Iron Man the one that's in Iron Man three, or the Shang Chi organization? I think it's the organization in Iron Man three. Okay. Because in Iron Man 3, yeah, because I do remember it. I haven't, I have not seen Iron Man 3 since it came out. But I do remember that the the Mandarin in that movie was still a part of the t- Ten Rings terrorist group. Like, they are still mentioned and talked about in that movie. Okay. Because um, I, I didn't even realize that it was the Ten Rings in this movie. Yeah, no. Until, like, you just watching You didn't notice the flag it. at the beginning of the movie? Well, when I saw Iron Man, I was... Oh, well, yeah, when, when you're a little kid. I'm just talking so... about, like, when you watched it no i didn't know anything about the ten rings until shang chi come out oh. came out i guess you're not a really you're not really a marvel fan you don't really pay attention because i knew that i knew that going in i oh. didn't yeah i guess so you're not a real marvel fan either really good guess i like dc better explain moon knight to me explain <laughs> moon knight to me <laughs> the <if> you're, <laughs> you're such a marvel fan explain moon knight to yeah, me the, our achilles heel the fucking <laughs> 
<laughs> we just don't talk about Moon Knight. Moon Knight comes out and we're just like, uh, it was good. It was good. Anyway, moving on. Let's talk about Black Adam. Anyway, um, <laughs> so, anyway, <clears throat> oh, Jesus Christ, what the fuck were we talking about? Well, we were talking about the, the Ten Rings, but you Jeff were rallying Bridges. back to Jeff Bridges. Yeah, so here's why he's the problem with the, oh, he hired the Ten Rings to kill Iron Man. Stark, but why? See, that, that is the problem. Is ultimately we don't know why. Like well, because no he wanted to replace Tony Stark in the company. But also, but why is that the case? But why? Because they were like vibing. Yeah, like, they were vibe. They were clearly very successful. Literally killing it. There was no reason for. Obadiah. They literally just dropped the Jericho missile. Obadiah sends literally as he's pulling out Tony Stark's reaction from his chest. He's like, "I was worried about killing the Golden Goose." I'm like. Yeah, I would be too. One man. last golden egg. It, yeah, it really like... didn't. He had no motivation for killing Tony Stark, beside the fact him coming home being like, I don't want to sell weapons. Before that, it doesn't make sense, yeah. and that shouldn't like that could have been Jeff Bridges' fault because you know there it was kind of loose with the script. Like he could have come back and you know he was just throwing that in there. Like, I, but I don't. It doesn't make sense. And see, and that's the problem is there's a lot of things that Jeff Bridges does that just doesn't make sense. So Jeff Bridges has a fucking assassin team. They just took out terrorists. Yep. Why didn't you just hire that to kill Tony? He literally just broke into Tony's house and yeah. tried to kill Wait, him at himself. The, at the end of the movie, he walks in and he does... Like, just tries to kill him himself! It's like, why didn't you do that paralyzed thing just right off the bat? Yeah. Why did you have to... Hire a whole terrorist cell. And then, like, open... And, and attack the military. Not only attack the military, and then at one point, like... At the very end of the movie, he's clearly building a suit, and then he just puts it on? Why? I mean, I guess, like, it's revealed, like, the, the government's coming in to stop him, but he doesn't know that. He's just, like... And even if they did come to stop him, his first thought is, I'm gonna put on the suit and kill them? You know what else is really interesting about Obadiah Stane? You know when, um, at the party, Tony Stark finds out that their weapons are being dealed to the terrorists, and he goes to Obadiah, and he's like... Are we dealing under the table? And Obadiah goes, "Well, the board approves, Tony." Like, so not only is Obadiah Stane actively being a terrorist, but the whole board of Stark Industries is like, "Yeah, fuck it, sell yeah, these but, weapons but to didn't terrorists." Didn't you say that he was he lied about that or something? Or he no, he told Tony that he's he lied about the board. Kay. He said. I told the board that you're going crazy. I I, I told the board that we should we should cut you uh, out. So the board is on board with dealing the, arms on the, the table. board is on board. See, with and that's the arms. thing too is he's he doesn't make sense because like he clearly he wants Tony dead, and he straight up tells Tony this. We are not only like he, Tony doesn't know that he's trying to kill Tony, but like can you imagine just being like, oh yeah, we are absolutely even, you don't like us selling weapons to terrorists. That's exactly the board, what we're The board approves it, Tony. And look, I'm not going to pretend I'm an expert on, on how businesses that make weapons, you know, maybe they do, maybe they don't. But I don't, I can't imagine like a Tony Stark who's like Elon Musk in this world, his company just under the table and like the entire board of directors is okay with that. They're just like, oh yeah. I can imagine like what, like a, like someone doing that behind the scenes. Yeah, but, but they make the it like the whole board of directors. Company actively fucking just encouraging that shit. Like that's just illegal. Do you remember when like Pepper Potts goes to his office at one point to get like fucking information? I don't even remember. See, this is what I mean. The whole thing. Well, <laughs> she was she was going. Okay. Oh wait, wait, sorry, sorry. Yeah, she was going. 
to get evidence, right, of him dealing arms under the table, right? That's why Tony sent no, her no, there. No, no, the suit, because remember, she, she downloaded, like... I know, I know, but, he, like, when he asked her, he was like, I need you to go get evidence. They're dealing arms under the table. I need you to go get this evidence. And then, so she unlocks it, or starts opening the file. She discovers that, okay. that suit. Mm-hmm. So that, so she, because she told Coulson, they rallied behind that. I, I don't oh, think okay. Tony yeah. knew about the suit. What I think is crazy about that scene is that she's sitting there, and Obadiah comes in, and she just turns it to the screensaver, and he just assumes that everything's fine. Well, he doesn't, but what's so fucking weird like, is, like, her, she's walking away from the agents. She's like, oh, yeah, we're going to have a big meeting. And Obadiah State is just, like, glare, glaring down at her from the fucking, like, like stairs. And I'm just like, what? How do you scream, I am the villain, more to the people you don't want to know you're a villain? And yeah. There's not a single action that this, per- like, this character made. This is why he's the worst part of the movie. And this is why the third act falls apart. Because the third act is all about him. He's the one pushing the narrative. And every decision he makes, literally at one point in the movie, Pepper Potts, like when, she, when Obadiah Stane puts on the suit, she's like, Obadiah, he just went crazy. Yeah, because the cast doesn't even know what the... F- it's just out of nowhere. He, that he, he just lost his mind. Like, he just loses it. Nothing he does makes any sense. Yeah, I, 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 like looking back, I really don't understand why he put on the suit. Or, like, how he would have known that S.H.I.E.L.D. is coming. Yeah. How did he know that S.H.I.E.L.D. was coming? Was that, like, just his last-ditch effort? Like... How would it look that he just, like, straight-up fought Tony Stark in the middle of the highway? That pro- And he, like, literally was, like, throwing cars. Yeah, okay, him. also, like, he was going to kill that family in that car and <laughs> smash it on Tony. It's like, so he, like, what, did he just give up, like, on life? Like, he's like, fuck it, I'll just kill people. I'm already going to jail for selling weapons to terrorists. Let's just add murder. Yeah, I think... <laughs> He's still, like, the whole, ideally, I th- would assume his goal is to, just to replace Tony, and now he's like, I'm just gonna kill. <laughs> I just wanna kill. <laughs> like, it just doesn't, makes, I'm sorry, it's just. My favorite line was that uh, he was like, you know, Tony, I never really had a thing, or I never really had a thing for, for this type of stuff, but I really like the suit, but, like, earlier in the film, he just, like, paralyzes that one dude, kills his entire squad of terrorists and walks away he's like grab the suit let's get out of here i really had a thing for it <laughs> like, i've never had a thing for killing people yeah. a bunch of people no problem he's already people. done it that's yeah he and because here's the thing everything else works the this i because there's a clear story arc with robert Downey jr even outside the cave him just building the suit was genuinely really fun and interesting it's to awesome watch. i loved mm-hmm. him just like trying to fly around the scene where like he goes to the terrorist village and yeah. that scene is literally like two minutes long and it kicks so much ass. Yeah. All right. I kind of feel like that scene where Iron Man is his first official outing as Iron Man. I feel like that scene is iconic. That yeah. is like and, him blowing up the thing and walking away from the explosion. Like I even though I've been watching this man for literally a decade, I, for, I was like, oh, my God, Iron Man is so cool. Yeah, <laughs> like he, the, a tank literally shoots him. He falls out of the sky and gets back up. And I'm like, okay, that's but bad. You had a good point about that. Like, imagine the fucking ego boost that you oh, get no, when I you get you shot by. Yeah. Oh yeah, you get shot by a tank and you're just like, whatever. Yeah, you can only imagine Tony Stark being like, 
oh god, I am invincible. Yeah, like, no wonder he has such a big ego. Yeah, I mean, you got shot by a tank on your official out first outing as Iron Man, you're like, okay. Like, and, like, yeah, it's just, like, my favorite part is when he just punches that one guy and he just flies like a ragdoll. It's like, yeah, because that's what a punch from, like, a super-powered, super-strength person would do. Mm-hmm. You would go flying or a hole would be punched through you. So, like, it was just cool to see a superhero. And, by the way, they do a good job of making these terrorists, like, fuck these people. Like, so, like, when Iron Man just goes ham, you're like, yeah, fuck them. Yeah. yeah. They do a good – yeah. So, like, that scene, two minutes long, bad ass. And that was – I think that's the what's interesting too is a lot of these Marvel movies have such modern day like Marvel movies now have such like elaborate set pieces and action sequences which are really fun. Iron Man one, the straight up him just killing some terrorists and blowing up a tank that was fucking badass man that was mm-hmm. awesome. You don't need like anything more honestly. Yeah, and like there are a lot of like good moments throughout the movie like you know like we said him building the suit like I like the little robot. Yeah, the little robots. I, I love that the little robot has stayed throughout the entire Yeah, it's franchise. a running joke. Um, I think, though, the, the biggest strength in this movie is obviously John Favreau as a director because I think it's impossible. It would have been so Isn't hard. Isn't that obviously the biggest strength? Because some could argue no. it's Robert Downey Jr. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. But what I mean is, like, I think yeah, you need yeah. a strong director because this movie didn't have a script, so you need a strong director to tell your actors what needs to be accomplished in this scene, right? And... I would also say another big strength were the actors because, mm-hmm. I mean, their chemistry and their ability to just, like, kind of station on the spot, you know. What else has um, John Favreau directed a movie? Can you look up? He directed The New Lion King. No, it's, there's, like, a movie that's not that good. He's directed uh, a lot. He's he Chef. Mandalorian. Yeah, he directed Chef. Chef and Elf. Elf. Yeah, he directed Elf. Well, li- He did The Lion King in yeah. 2019. I just said that. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I just said that. Spider-Man No Way Home, Homecoming. Wait, he directed Home. No Way No, he didn't. That's John Watts. Yeah, no, he he's was in, in those it. movies. Oh, right, 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 right. It's yeah, so don't. weird that Happy is like now a recurring character. Like, yeah. Um, he was just meant as like a thing for the director to be in, and now he's a recurring character. I'm going to get you all the cheeseburgers. <laughs> Your father likes <laughs> Your dad, you know who else likes cheeseburgers? Your father. Thing is th- Gnomes and Goblins. Huh? Young Sheldon, he directed. The Jungle Book in 2016 you did. Oh, yeah, I do remember that, and that movie was good. Mm-hmm. No, well, he's a good director. Yeah, he is. He did a season of The Office, wow. Or he did one episode. Yeah, no, he, he's, he's... Yeah, well, and it showed. I mean, he really... This it was a good movie. He's a talented director. And, and again, the cast is also great. Like, they all have great chemistry. Um, it was a good movie. Yeah, and it, it was because... Here's the thing, it's inc- and I think this is also why Marvel has stayed so successful, is because their actors... Like, even though it's a Marvel movie, none of them are, like, obviously going to get an Oscar. Um, um, I mean, no offense, Tom Holland. You're not going to get an Oscar. For are you sure? Actually, um, I actually have some more news, actually. Can I splice in a little more news? Tom Holland. All right, so we all know that Spider-Man No Way Home is running for the Oscars, right? They're doing yeah. Oscar. But um, Tom Holland has been approached by the Oscars to host oh, well, the Oscars. Well, that's, that's that great. is some news. I do know. No- okay, I mean. All right. That is news. That's not a rumor or a leak. Can you imagine if he was not only nominated, but then gets as the host? Yeah, that would, dude. His ego's out. Of, dude, his ego's already. His out ego. Of I'm already. Dude, seeing he's the... dating Zendaya. He's playing Spider Man. He li- and he wants to be a fucking landlord. I think that was Cap. A landlord. 
Yeah, no, before... um, He wants to get into real estate? I thought it was a meme, but then I literally read the article, and I was like, oh, he was... I think that's Cap. I think Tom Holland was just trying to get more money out of Disney because he did not get paid. Well, now he wants the Robert Downey Jr. bucks. We, I mean, his move, his third movie made a bil- $1.5 billion. Yeah, so I, pandemic. Yeah, and his second movie made a billion dollars. Like, he kind of deserves it, man. Yeah. He deserves more money. He got paid... Now... My sources may be wrong here because I've not looked at this in a while. See, yeah, he got paid $16 million for No Way Home. That's how much Robert Downey Jr. got paid for Homecoming. Oh. So I definitely think Tom Holland was, you know, saying, I'm not coming back as Spider-Man because he just wanted to get more money out of the mouse. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see. I mean, he'll be back for sure. But, um... Well, yeah, I mean, if you paid attention to the news... He, he said he wants, to, hopefully we can do it again and again and again at the, at the Golden Tomatoes. He did say that at the Golden Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah if you were paying it, that's actual news, he said that. My bad, I was not paying attention to the Golden Tomatoes. Or my news segment, clearly. Yeah, we started with that. You think my grapevine segment is a joke, it's not. I really felt like a little reporter. Well, you're fucking off. Trash, take a laugh. Seriously. You're trash, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you want forgiveness? Get religion. <laughs> Stop it. This is stupid. This is what you wanted. <laughs> what about this is stupid? Is it not living up to your podcast dreams? No, no. What do you expect when you put three fucks on a couch <laughs> and give them mics who've never done this? I don't know. Like, clearly. You get where you fucking just. Dis- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you I'm sorry. You want another joke, Murray? Sorry, we got a little out of, got a little carried away there. Um, does anyone else have any thoughts on Iron Man? Overall, I really like. <laughs> I can see the, I can see what I will say, what I will say, Robert Downey Jr. is is absolutely iconic. Um, like like just with everything that that first scene of him in the Humvee. Like was so fucking good. Yeah. Like so fucking good. Like the yeah, energy actually, of that. So fu- that was just them talking like one hundred percent. Like they were geeking out about meeting RDJ. I think it like, you know, and they were just saying yeah. Tony Stark. Like it was just so fucking organic. I I was gonna say like when you think about it honestly like, if they did not open with that scene like the movie still would have like it still would have worked fine. But that mo- it is a great cold open mm-hmm. because it – think about – no, it is a great cold open. <laughs> no, I'm not. What? <laughs> I'm just still laughing from earlier. I'm sorry. Keep going. Okay, whatever. <laughs> anyway, it's a great cold open because, like, think about it. Like in, the, like, in what the Marvel Cinematic Universe is and all the movies that comes out, like, in all the fantastical crazy things, sci-fi and multiversal things that happen, like, it just opens with just, like – Kind of the lead of the MCU movie is just kind of shit talking. Literally, like, and just think, hanging out. Yeah, and and if you think about it, most Marvel movies, 
it relies on the actors kind of just not to yeah. shit talk, but just like it's their personality and, yeah. and what they bring to the character. And that's how the Marvel movies open. It's just you see this character and they're in, in a car full of soldiers just talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he really made it his own. And like I felt like every moment it was like Tony Stark, like when he's presenting the Jericho <laughs> missile, like what? Like it's not even. Sorry, please. No, like like what? No, I, I'm. No, because this is no. one of my pet peeves. You know, like no, when I, someone's like, "No, nah, never mind." Never no, mind. I just I'm I have the giggles from earlier. Like from saying. Yeah, but now it's like it's like the type of thing where like you're in the classroom and you know you're not supposed to laugh and that's Okay, like, can I can I can we can I tell a story time really quick? This yeah, is completely unrelated. Story to time. Go for it. This is story time. Completely unrelated. But one time, me and my brothers and my family. I should have said what that. What story that was, are you telling? I'm we nervous. we went to a play. <laughs> <laughs> it was called the what is it called? The, the minutes. The minutes. It was called the minutes. Yeah. It was a really bad play. I don't even remember what it was about. But anyway, there. It was so. It was a. It was like a. It was like a dry comedy on like the minute day to day life of local politics. But it was so not funny. <laughs> it was so not funny. And there was a moment in the play. It had to be scripted because it was never addressed later throughout the show. At one moment, they're in the middle of a dialogue, and all of a sudden, an actor yelps, Ow! I think an ant bit me. It's never addressed. The, the at- cast completely ignores it. <laughs> Grady and me just burst into laughter for ten fucking minutes. Well, because then it was also the thing, we're sitting there in a theater full of old people, and our grandpa, and it's dead our grandpa next to us is like, Yeah, our grandpa. <laughs> And then that happens. We're laughing our ass off, and the woman in front of us turns around and she goes, "Shut the fuck up!" Which, <laughs> of course, just makes me want to laugh at her more. And yet, like, it was so bad. Most I don't remember anything from that movie other than the weird ed- the play, other than the weird ending, and us laughing for easily fifteen minutes straight. Yeah, talking about. Yeah, I, I really can't. I I remember the aunt. I remember that lady turning around and yelling, "Shut the fuck up." I only remember the lady. I don't even know. I don't even know how old we were. Like this old ass lady high yelling school. at like. This was high school, man. Dude, because so she was so. I was so... in like middle school. Yeah, you were easily in middle like school. yelling at some teenagers and some preteens. She was like... so enveloped in the content, and we were ruining her good time. She was immersed, man. We were she being was... degenerate. I mean, I, I can you imagine? Can you imagine though, like if you're watching like Spider-Man No Way Home, or how about can you imagine watching the premiere of Avengers Endgame and it's the midnight premiere and someone's just fucking snoring. Right next to you. Yeah, that did. That would be kind of a happen. bummer, man. So I can understand so her a little furry. Why is everyone freaking out? I know, like, I know this is still. I don't even care anymore. Why is everyone saying that you can't with No Way Home? They're like, you. Everyone, shut the fuck up while you're watching the movie. Like, dude, of course people are gonna cheer during this movie. Like, I and just, of course people are going to like have audible reactions. Like that is very normal when, especially in a movie. Like that's a little. I don't know about you guys, but like. See, especially with No Way Home, seeing No Way Home in a theater, I was reminded why I loved going to the movie theaters because people were cheering, because people were really excited to see the movie. It was so crazy for me because, like, I went to see James Bond, like the new James Bond, mm-hmm. but I like saw half of it, and then like I kind of like fell asleep, and so like I got out of there. Yeah, like in theaters, and so Jeez. like I got out I of there. I haven't seen it yet. And like, not a good. Sign. Well, I mean, you know, it was. And I love, but, you know, so I hadn't seen a movie in theaters, like, besides that in so fucking long, and it was so nice, and, and 
like I wasn't uncomfortable that every seat in the entire house was filled. Like mm-hmm. I was just so excited to see Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I saw it like, all right. So I saw it like five times, right? Right. Yeah. But <laughs> don't, all right. You don't understand. I saw it three times. Yeah. I, see, I mean, that's, that's I, you saw crazy. like in Endgame and Infinity War like five times, right? No, this I, is like, I only saw Infinity, Infinity War five times. Right. So, the, but this is like my like most anticipated movie of my lifetime. And, and that's not even an understatement. All right. Cause you know, that's a fact. But I do know that's the fact. That's the scary thing. Yeah, I mean, you'll learn, guys, that I'm really obsessed, and it's not a joke because I will probably find a way to bring up Spider-Man every single week. But when when I was in the theaters, like I would be disappointed. The more I went, the the smaller the audiences got, and the more sad I got because like it wasn't as fun, you know, as w- when you have a full theater that are just cheering for. You know. Andrew Garfield catching Gwen. I mean, MJ. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I loved it when they. Ch- Again, spoilers for No Way Home. Sorry, but yeah, when fuck. Andrew. Sh- yeah, dude. Go see the movie. It. Everyone has seen it by now. Like, gotta be polite for those. China who hasn't. Haven't. China hasn't. China hasn't. Well, I guarantee. Actually, no, I can't guarantee that. You know. You Thankfully, know. though, this is our first episode. I doubt we'll. You know, people many. Yeah, but people going back, like, cause we'll be so famous in the future. People going back. We'll be going gonna, back, and they'll yeah. be like, I can't believe they. You know, a year home. from today, you know, on our one year anniversary when we're famous, everyone <laughs> is gonna go back and, and watch our first ever review, and they're gonna be like, Wow, they were so critical with Iron Man. What yeah, happened we to literally them? Literally, our now? only two points in the movie were the cast was great and uh, Obadiah Stane sucked. We. T- what What else did we talk? We talked about Ten Rings. Talked about Ten Rings, the action scene. Okay, I I didn't but I didn't honest, like the CGI of when he was putting on the suit. I think that's also though. Oh yeah, actually that's really bad when he was putting on the suit. CGI was, was really a little bad. dated, but I do think for the most part it holds up. Everything else was awesome is because they had they built the suit when he's working on the calf boot, like the boot when he's working on the silver boot. That's a real boot. Yeah. Um the the um the arm that they have the bit with the extinguisher that's a real that's a real robot mm-hmm. like they had a real suit at the uh, end fight scene where he's dangling off the thing he had a full upper body and they had like little things on him like they use so much practical as they can and that really helped because like with the lighting they could see how it affected off the real suit and the CGI his suit looks so much better in that movie than any other it is weird Iron how Man like movie. it's so bad dude like, yeah his end game and Infinity War the suit looks like shit well end game and Infinity War it's nanotech. But also, like, again, I, I'm not justifying it because I do agree that, like, the suit in Iron Man, it's so much better to look at. But, like, in Infinity War and Endgame, like, they, they, most of the money went to the fuck. Everything was CGI in those I movies. Think the, I think the nanotech suit for Iron Man is sick. And, and to be honest, with the direction that Marvel was going more cartoony after, like, Guardians, I, I, I liked it. I, I felt like it fit, mm. fit in theme. No. No, you didn't. You didn't. No, well, nanotech fit more in theme. But I think it. I think there was parts where it looked really good, and I think there was a lot of parts where it didn't look good, like when uh, he was fighting Thanos and it was like shifting until like mm-hmm. covered. Like that. That part didn't look good, but like him first putting on the nanotech, I'm like, no, that looks good. I I also think that like at at this point in the Marvel universe, like your suspension of disbelief is so much more than in Iron Man one, so they don't really need. To try to make it look as realistic because, like, I mean, at, I mean, come on, Iron Man 1, Iron Man is still trying to be very grounded in reality yeah, yeah, it's as a is. movie. Like, that, that's where the MCU is at because that was very popular with, like, you know, the Batman movies. But at this point, Marvel does not give a fuck if, on what is real or not. You know yeah. what I mean? They've gone full into the whimsical. So, I, 
I mean, that's why nanotech was even allowed to be a thing because, like, that's such I, a I don't have a mo- future problem. concept. I don't have a problem with nanotech. And here's the thing: at the end of the day, I don't. Most part, the most offensively bad CGI I've seen in Marvel had been in Black Panther. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll talk we'll about that later. There. We'll get there. But in like, like fifty weeks, and like, and the CGI can be bad at times. Don't get me wrong, but like, there are very few times where I'm like, it's distractingly bad. Gotta watch a lot of Agents. I mean, of you Marvel. laughed out loud when he was putting on a it suit. It was actually, <laughs> it was actually pretty bad to look at. Yeah, that was perfect. <laughs> Well, I'm just like I'm just like watching it, and I'm in my head. I'm like, man, this looks like shit. And then you just start cackling. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's fair. Dude, it just looked so. It looked really bad. It was bad because like we literally like five minutes. We're like, man, the CGI pretty holds up. And then literally five minutes later, it, we have the scene where he suits up. And we're like, oh god, it looks so outdated. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I mean, I don't really have any more thoughts on the movie because it's also like a movie that came out in 2008. Honestly, and here's the thing, too. I think yeah. the only reason it's very – the only reason it's really well-remembered is, one, Robert Downey Jr., and two, it's the it's the movie that kick-started the franchise. Without mm-hmm. Iron Man, we would not have Yeah, it's any. the fourth and literally the at post-credit it's scene. It's the first uh, – <laughs> what's what is what, how does Kang say it, the main timeline? It's the first one in the, the uh, like, whole uh, – Yikes! Yeah, we're see, gonna get fucked. Yeah, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna get fucked. But it's the first, so I understand why it's popular. But I don't think it's like other than Robert Downey Jr. Nothing screams great superhero movie. It's very, yeah, it's very good. by the numbers. So you know we're we're getting to that time at the end of the podcast. Get to that time. So um we have have we've had, we've we've seven point two out of ten. Ever ever had, had that? Sh- we've, we've you've ever wished you could? You wish you could? So we've had. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so I've had all right. We've had, <laughs> we've had a lot of fun today no, talking stop. about. Hey, shut up. <laughs> yeah, we we had the idea to put every show and <laughs> it's your face, man. I'm not looking at you. So we've had the idea. Right. Ben Griffin had the idea that we would put every movie and show on a tier list at the end of each episode. Um. I don't know. We don't have a tier list template right now, but I'm thinking like A A tier, B tier, C tier, F tier, right? So let's go. A tier, B tier, C tier, F tier. A tier. What did I say? A tier, A tier, B tier. No, 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 you do. No, you do S tier, A tier, B tier, C tier. Why don't we just do A B C D F like a school grade? A B C F. No, we should do like a five point. This is how unorganized we are. We don't even have like we a, haven't even discussed a grading. We got scale. an S tier, we got an A tier, we got a B tier, and we got an F tier. There's four C-tier? tiers. We do not have no, the, no, no, like, no, 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 because no, no, because there's I, no there are mid. some movies. No, there are movies that are very no. mid and that are not okay. And that's why we need a five point scale. Okay, S, A, B, C, F. Yes, fine, I can do that. Because D is weird. Fine, fine, I can do. We don't, we don't need. What's wrong with the D? Those low hanging fruit. Because I, 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 I am not going to do a four point scale. Fine. Yeah, the, no, the whole idea of a number scale is just silly. Did we even introduce our names? Well, literally, that's how I opened it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we you did? did? We did that. I literally opened show, it with show, I'm show. Gavin. These are my co hosts. Yeah, he did that. Did we say our names, though? Yes. Oh and I God. said, if you've noticed, we're, we all start with. I didn't actually say that, but I did Sorry, say we're all I'm Grady. So, oh, but yeah, G-Man comes to that Gavin. Was actually, that's Griff, like an Iron Gavin. Man with that Jensen. 
30 minutes Iron Man and Jensen have been together, what do I call you? Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's your name? But anyway, we, so it's... So S-A-B-C-F. Okay, that's fair. I can do that. All right, but before we get there, okay, the thing about, like, judging things by numbers is silly. Yeah, I know. And you're still doing that by having a five-point scale, Gavin. You're just retexturing it. I don't give a shit. So you're still doing five stars out of five. You're I just changing care. it to tiers to make it more acceptable. The whole point of the tier list is... It's to be easily digestible. I don't care. Yeah, I, I, would, I would just give Iron Man right. 1 a 7.8 out of 10. All right, let's put it in the tiers. Gavin, we'll go oldest to youngest for the tiers. It's a solid B for me. B tier? All right. Do you want to explain your reasoning? Or? Um, ultimately, while Robert Downey Jr. is great, and it's a fun, it's a it's a fun movie. It ne- it doesn't it doesn't it really does fall apart in the third act for me. Like ev- ev- the moment Obadiah has such a important role, it falls apart. Mm-hmm. And outside of Robert Downey Jr., nothing is really great. Everything is very good. Nothing yeah. screams great other than him. And so, and if he's, the, it just doesn't. It's All right. so I don't know. Yeah, B, we, we maybe got... high B. We got B tier for Gavin. Yeah, Griffin. You know, this this is breaking my heart because this would not have been what I'd say before watching it again. Um, I'm probably gonna have to say like bottom of A tier, top of B. I'll probably stick stick with bottom right of in A the middle? right now. Right on the line. Um, yeah, right on the line. I'll just say bottom of A. Um, I, Iron Man's one of my favorite only because Robert Downey, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Um, and what I love is that like, uh, we had so much of, <clears throat> excuse me, Tony Stark just being that charismatic, um, young billionaire, you know, fucking around <clears throat> like, uh, being really cheesy, like joking around. I, I like that. Um, I liked the interactions with Rhodey. Um, you know, I thought that was like a really cool scene. There's just a lot of cool, funny Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr., which I loved. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't realize how much I didn't like the ending of it, uh, and how silly Jeff Bridges was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, I love it. I love RDJ. Very funny movie. Got, got to say, bottom of A. All right, it, bottom of A for Griffin. Um, for me, um, I'm just gonna go B tier as well. Um, it's good. Not great, not mid, is good. Yeah, good. That's uh. So that's all for today, folks. At the end of it, wait one second. I do have a surprise. I have I have an announcement. It's kind of crazy. We, we wait, great. I have an announcement. We went a little over time. Okay, sorry. We went a little over time. Yeah, a little over time. But I have, a, have a surprise for the visual people watching the podcast. Okay, well I have a surprise. I have a guest star next week. Um, I have. Yeah. Yeah, I do actually. My mic died. Sorry. So Grady's mic's died. My mic. No, I, I've got it now. Okay. Um. But that probably great. No, the, I accidentally hit the mute button. Okay. I talked to Florence Pugh. Her and we're really good friends, and so I got her actually on the podcast. Oh no way. Yeah, Florence she's, Pugh. Oh, she's Florence gonna, next Pugh. week. We're gonna talk about the Incredible Hulk. She's never seen it, so we're. So at, she's gonna watch it with us. Florence Pugh. She's actually okay. coming over to our house sit in our basement and to watch it with us. You guys oh. heard it here first. Florence Pugh is coming on the podcast next week for Incredible Hulk. I'm so excited. I'm that's pretty crazy. excited too. That'll this be awesome. no way a copycat joke at all. Man, that's crazy. What do you, what does that mean? Whatever. Can I have a mic? That's all for today. Folks, <laughs> as Daffy, t- <laughs> who said it? Daffy Duck. Who, who says that's all folks? First, as Daffy oh, Ducks. Oh, no, 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 it's the guy who shoots Bugs Bunny, that pig guy. 
as as Porky says, that's all, folks. And we'll see you with Florence Pugh next week. Please subscribe.